Here we go. You're listening to Law and Gospel on this Open Mic Friday email where we get information from our listeners about various topics. Today is November the 18th in the year of our Lord, 2022. And before we start with the subject I want to talk about today, we want to give you another rendition of a hymn from a DVD that you can purchase from us here at Law and Gospel. It's a DPD production, presents the Ten Commandments. We shared one of them with you recently. We're now going to listen to the Fifth Commandment from this group. And that was a rendition of the Fifth Commandment by this group. I had visited this congregation in Olympia, Washington, a number of times, and the pastors there, as well as laity and children, put together this wonderful DVD of the Ten Commandments. In fact, if you use them for children who are in grades two, three, four, within just a short period of time, they have this set of commandments memorized. And where does it come from? It comes from Luther's small catechism. So if you want your children to memorize Luther's small catechism on the Ten Commandments, simply email me at lawandgospel 
at Law and Gospel 101.com. The cost is $15 for one. Two of them are $25, and over two is an additional $10. So if you order four of them, you get four of them, great Christmas presents for $45. So Law and Gospel at lawandgospel101.com. Do not send money when we get your order and make sure you put your name and home address on it and your phone number so that in case we have a question, we can contact you. Then there will be a bill in the package. And at that point, you can send us the whatever the bill says. The Ten Commandments for Little Ears, it's called. It's a wonderful DVD, and we encourage you to get it. Okay, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, yesterday, we talked about critical race theory, and we tried to explain that a little bit as to what that meant. It was and is a philosophy, particularly here in the United States, that wants to use public schools to teach children things that are actually contrary to the Bible. We received information about opposition to proposed revisions in the Minnesota Teachers Education Standards. And we're quoting here the president of Bethany Lutheran College in Mankato, Minnesota. This is a college. The president is Dr. Gene Pfeiffer, P-F-E-I-F-E-R. And he's really writing on behalf of the college that he is president of because it operates a Minnesota teacher license program, which is in good standing. But he wanted to express the school's opposition to the proposed revision of the Minnesota Standards of Effective Practice. Now, he is concerned about the potential of one or more of these proposed standards to negatively impact a teacher's ability to continue to believe what is foundational to one's Christian beliefs. The mission of Bethany is the following. Bethany Lutheran Church is a Christian liberal arts college owned and operated by the Evangelical Lutheran Synod and committed to the teachings of the Bible. Our mission statement says, Bethany Lutheran College provides Christian higher education in a challenging academic environment where personal mentoring guides students to pursue knowledge, truth, and discernment for production and fulfilling lives. The particular college, Bethany Lutheran, believes that one or more of the proposed standards 
will impact their ability to carry out their mission, namely to remain committed to the teachings of the Bible as truth and therefore impact how we train teachers. And he gives an example under the learning environment that is troubling in their opinion. Not only is it unconstitutional, but it violates a teacher's First Amendment right to free speech. It's a good example of what we have been talking about in this critical race theory philosophy. And it's an example of what we have been saying is happening also in some of the schools of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. What is it? It says the following. This is what Minnesota wants all their schools to follow. The teacher fosters an environment that ensures student identities such as race, ethnicity, national origin, language, sex and gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, physical development, emotional ability, socioeconomic class and religious beliefs are historically and socially contextualized, affirmed and incorporated into a learning environment where students are empowered to learn and contribute as their whole lives. Now, the president of Bethany Lutheran College points out the problem with this standard is the use of the verb affirm. A review of dictionary definitions of that verb show that a common definition of affirm is to state as true or to assert to be true. But as you heard the statement, this would compel or force teachers in a Christian school to believe something the Bible doesn't teach as true and violates our Christian mission. Furthermore, for an individual to be compelled to assert as true something that one doesn't personally hold to be true is a violation of one's amendment right to free speech. What Minnesota is trying to get their public schools and a school like this that deals with preparing school, uh, teachers for Minnesota schools is to believe that whatever you think is your sex and gender, your gender identity, your sexual orientation would include being gay or if you're female, wanting to become male or vice versa, okaying the idea that two people of the same sexual orientation can be married and many other things that are contrary to God's holy word. So Bethany is opposing these proposed 
revisions. At Bethany, they say, in preparing pre-service teachers to be candidates for teaching in public schools, we certainly concur that future teachers must be prepared to work with all of the students in their classrooms. This includes those who come from the marginalized population referred to in standard 2D. We understand and already do teach our pre-service teachers. They need to provide emotional support and encouragement to all of the students in their classrooms in order for each child. In Mankato, Minnesota, where the teachers by Minnesota state law are being required to believe things that are contrary to what the Bible teaches in regard to gender identities or other religious beliefs that are contrary to Bible teaching. Understand, you provide a learning environment inducive to learning for all children. Yes, to affirm as true, no. Again, to compel someone to have to assert something that is against their foundational values as true goes against one's First Amendment rights to free speech. President Pfeiffer says, I do notice that all of these verbs in Standard 8 on racial consciousness do use the verb understand. Perhaps that would be the best choice for all standards. We do want teachers to understand and be knowledgeable of differences in learners, to be encouraging and supportive, and to treat all students with human respect and compassion in order to provide each the best environment for learning. Now, this stands in contrast to what we were saying yesterday with Wes Reimnitz. In one school, and this was a student in the fourth grade, they were ordered to write to a sports team to tell them to stop calling themselves Indians because that was contrary to what is called woke uh, theology or woke philosophy. What does woke philosophy teach? It comes from the idea that people wanted individuals to be awakened to what they considered to be terrible practices in the United States in regard to how we address people. We don't address them with the pronouns they prefer. We address them with the pronouns with which they were born with, a he or a she, a him or a her. And, and they think that that is intolerance. And so there's things like that, that the Minnesota state wants schools that are training teachers for public schools to deal with. Now, in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, our universities primarily were set up to train teachers to help in our parochial schools, and yet we're in various situations, such as in Illinois, where this woke 
standard is trying to be forced on public schools. You send your child to a public school in Illinois now, and your child can be taught that homosexuality, uh, abortion, gay marriage, and many other things contrary to the Bible, they are fine because that's the way you were born. And therefore, there's a kind of battle going on even in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Now, what's really interesting about Bethany College is their faculty is all of the same persuasion Lutheran. In fact, of the faculty, only three members were not affiliated with the Lutheran Church, but they were asked questions by their Board of Regents ahead of time to make sure that they would not be teaching something contrary to what Bethany Lutheran College believes. And they do have chapel, but they don't force the students to come. But many of them do show up at chapel. And the reason for that is because chapel is considered to be a wonderful part of the training And many of the students, if not most of them, are also of the Lutheran persuasion. Uh, Unlike some of our colleges in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, where there is a majority of non-Lutherans in some of the colleges. And therefore, they also put out a newsletter. And I'm thinking here, of one college in specifically, where the newsletter is for abortion or other things that are contrary to the Bible. And the leadership of that college permits that newsletter to be distributed to all the students. Very few of the students attend chapel, and there are a number of teachers that are not only not Lutheran, but are expressing non-Lutheran teaching in their classroom. So we're going to be having a convention coming up, and we're looking forward to see if what can be adopted at the convention can once more restore our schools, our colleges, our universities to Lutheranism. And that's something we'll be looking forward to. Bethany Lutheran College is no stranger to adversity. One in five students on campus comes from a foreign country. 37% of full-time students come from a non-white background. But we are already, says the president, preparing future teachers to be sensitive to diversity, as indeed our theology emphasizes that all humans have in common and why all have equal dignity. So unlike some schools that are teaching that if you are white, you are an oppressor, and if you are a different color, then you're being oppressed. 
and many white people who are not racist in their views are still declared to be racist because of the color of their skin. This goes in contrast to what Martin Luther King spoke, that one should never be judged by the color of the skin, but rather by their personality, by what they believe, what they hold to. Martin Luther King was an individual who definitely was against abortion. There may be some areas in his theology we may not agree with, but I doubt whether one could show that he was not a Christian. So we'll be seeing him in heaven, as we'll see almost all Christians and other denominations in heaven. But we need the opportunity to be sensitive to what students believe when they come to the college or the university. And the goal of the teacher is to express the, co- the gospel of Jesus Christ in such a way that these individuals will then adhere to the teaching of Holy Scripture rather than the teaching of the world, which is a teaching that is often contrary to Holy Scripture. Gender, sexual identity, these things are contrary to God's Word, where a female born thinks that they're really a male. And some of them go through surgeries to change their sexual identity. And we are hearing from many of them who did that and now regret because it did not bring the happiness that they thought. And, of course, there would be in these schools taught that premarital sex is fine as long as you love the other person. But what love is, is not scriptural love, but an affinity. And in the Bible, the word love can also mean something that you do out of a selfish nature. And that's what happens in premarital sex, is that men think they own the women, and therefore they should obey them. It's not at all unusual to hear on the news of girlfriends being beaten up or even put to death, and sometimes the opposite of a girlfriend to a boyfriend, because sin is rampant. And apart from a marriage situation that is condoned by God, where individuals understand that marriage is similar to Christ and the church, it's not at all unusual to see high divorce rates and other things that are contrary to God's word. So we pray that our schools will be restored to what they were meant to be, namely teaching students of the Lutheran understanding of what God wills. And you can find that out yourself simply by reading the book of Proverbs inspired by the Holy Spirit 
written by Solomon. Much of Proverbs contrasts how a believer understands reality than an unbeliever. Both can be doing the same apparent good work, but they are not doing God's work. That's why on Judgment Day, the sheep are reminded of the many, many good works they have done, which are fruit of the Holy Spirit, which are missing in unbelievers, because unbelievers not only do not have the Holy Spirit, but they don't believe in Jesus as their Savior. That's the task, not only of the church, but of the colleges and the universities and the parochial schools of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And during this age, we have a great opportunity to enlarge the population of our schools because of what is being taught in public schools. During the last election, a number of parents ran for office and were elected to school boards because they were sick and tired of what is called the woke philosophy. They don't believe it. It's contrary to God's word. And it's something that you need to be aware of so you realize what your child is being taught. I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for listening to Law and Gospel on this day. And we'll be continuing Monday with a Law and Gospel understanding of readings for the following Sunday as we move into the new church year of Advent. Until then, God bless you. Listen to Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check out to Law and Gospel and mail to Law and Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.